You're listening to Human Rights Talks, organized by the Montreal Institute for Genocide and Human Rights Studies. Hello, I'm Lauren, and this episode is part of the Canadian Coalition to Counter COVID Digital Disinformation series. Today, I'm chatting with Christina Nemmer, Director at Park Advisors. Christina, thank you so much for joining me. My first question is, could you tell me a little bit more about the work at Park Advisors? Sure. Park Advisors is a boutique consultancy working with governments, multinational organizations, and the private sector, primarily at the intersection of extremism and disinformation, to help integrate programming policy and infuse it with data analytics, ensuring that they incorporate the new technologies in this space and account for how they impact on policy and programming. Could you tell me more about the platform DisinfoCloud? Disinfo Cloud is a project that came out of an existing larger initiative that we are doing with the Global Engagement Center at the U.S. State Department. Essentially, as we were looking uh, as part of the project mandate, we were looking at the landscape of tools and technologies that exist in the space to help push back on, identify, expose, and even counter disinformation and propaganda. As you might imagine, there are a lot of tools uh, in this space, both tools that were developed expressly for the purpose of countering disinformation, but many others that come from across other industries, like for example, the marketing industry in terms of understanding who are key influencers, how do you track messages? These are all things that are of course applicable in the counter disinformation space when you're trying to identify who's pushing a certain campaign and trying to influence uh, opinions. So in that sense, Disinfo Cloud was born of that desire to identify all these different tools, but not only to identify them, to then try to assess them uh, and to validate that they actually do what they say they do, how they line up against various use cases provided by uh, the State Department and its partners. Um, and so it's I like to call it a, a one-stop shop or depending on your viewpoint, a consumer reports-like platform where you can filter, search, uh, find different tools according to your needs. You can suggest use cases to test against. You can suggest new tools for us to look at. We do put these tools through various stages of assessment and then testing. Any testing that we do of a tool is, of course, driven by the use cases provided by uh, the State Department and its partners so that we're, we ensure that we're actually testing against problems and challenges that many of us face. But it is a platform that we encourage stakeholders to sign up to. We have two sign up uh, signups for it. One is a general user where you can log in and see uh, everything on the site, all the tools. And then we have a specific sign-up for technology vendors themselves who want to showcase their tool on the platform. Everybody's vetted uh, before we we let them on, but we do encourage those working in this space to to, um, sign up. We have a mixture of government uh, stakeholders. We have civil society organizations. We have select academia, select private sector. So anyone working in this space is most welcome. And I would say, uh, lastly, that when we identify tools, we do put a premium on identifying tools that are free to use. We understand that a lot of organizations working in the space don't necessarily have a big budget to put towards, you know, buying licenses and purchasing a tool. So wherever we can, we make sure to highlight tools that are free to use as well. 
That's that's amazing. And I know that the Disinfo Cloud tool has been really helpful to us on the COVID disinformation project as a resource. So thank you for for working on that. Um, since it's been operating over the course of the pandemic this past year, has there been anything in particular in terms of like themes or, or extra people in the space that you've noticed over the past year? That's a great question. I will say that we have been able to identify a lot more tools that are coming to the light, tools that have emerged to help track both the pandemic and the infodemic, quote unquote. So we have been tracking, the one thing that we tried to do early on in the pandemic, once uh, while everything was still uncertain, you know, we're talking about the March, April timeframe, and we're still doing this now through the vaccine period, is um, so many tools made their uh, capabilities available for free for a short amount of time, which was a fantastic uh, way to get, you know, help all of us understand what was happening, how it was spreading, uh, who was pushing certain narratives. So one thing that we do through Disinfo Cloud is we have a blog and uh, through the blog, we have spotlighted various tools and highlighted ones that are offering their capabilities, um, you know, for free for a certain amount of time. Hopefully this gets people uh, using the tools, seeing the utility of them, and then maybe it might pique their interest and they would want to explore the, the tool further. But I will say that has been a great feature and something that we've been trying to track throughout this pandemic. And I also understand you guys have been producing a disinformation related game called Harmony Square. Could you tell me about that a little bit? Absolutely. Harmony Square is one of those initiatives. Um, I'd like to think it's, it's a bit more outside of the box than your traditional counter disinformation initiatives, um, simply because it is a game, right? Of course, there's a large, large gaming industry um, and uh, very much a focus on serious games and games for social impact. And this Harmony Square definitely falls under that category. Uh, it's something that we did. Uh, it was developed by a Dutch company called Droog in uh, coordination with the University of Cambridge, who built out the underlying attitudinal inoculation theory that it's based on. And the premise is, uh, as you play it, you are a chief disinformation officer, and it is your job to foment a disinformation campaign, and you just watched the community around you kind of fall apart as you employ a lot of the uh, emotional techniques that uh, purveyors of disinformation tactics use, right? Like just trying to elicit really emotional reactions, fear, anger, uh, and you just start to see how that can actually break down the structure and the harmony of your surrounding area. So Harmony Square, uh, again, it, it's been tested. Uh, it's been found to work that it helps people understand the ways in which uh, information online can be manipulated. It makes them a bit more resilient uh, when they encounter that kind of manipulation in the real world. And that is the entire premise and purpose of uh, the game, Harmony Square. It is modeled after uh, another, an original game that Drogue produced called Bad News Game. They've done a number of these games, helping players and users understand the ways in which their emotions can be manipulated. And of course, the whole premise is, is that you um, giving you that vaccine, psychological vaccine, that if you expose someone earlier on to the ways that they might be manipulated later on, they will be a bit more resilient down the road. So we first released the game, um, and of course this was supported by the State Department uh, and the Department of Homeland Security. And we first released it back in November 6th uh, in English. 
we are now translating the game into a few different languages. And the first language that's been translated into is French, although is now available in Dutch as well. We have German and Arabic coming down the, the line, but uh, we'd love to be able to push it out to, to different communities. And that's what we're hoping to do, especially with the French one, uh, to French speaking communities around the globe. Uh, we'd love to see how they relate to it, uh, if it has the same effect, um, and just to see how broadly we can get it played. Amazing, and, I, and the Montreal Institute for Genocide and Human Rights Studies is so excited to help you launch this great game into the Quebec environment. We're very pleased to be working together. Many thanks to Christina Nemmer from Park Advisors for joining me today. If you are interested in learning more about the DisinfoCloud platform and their resources, you can visit their website at disinfoCloud.com. Mix will be co-hosting the Quebec launch of Harmony Square in French on March 31st at 10 a.m. Eastern. Stay tuned to the Canadian Coalition to Counter COVID Digital Disinformation's Twitter page at CounterDisinfo for more details. For now, you can play Harmony Square in English, French, and Dutch. Visit HarmonySquare.game and select your language.